Thanks for tuning in to the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching. With your host, Chris Piercy. Why karma being bullshit shouldn't stop you being a good person. Karma, eh? If the nicest person you've ever met who's had an impossibly hard life won the lottery, you'd probably say there was no one more deserving of it. Equally, if someone who liked putting kittens on train tracks to watch them die got hit by a train, you probably wouldn't say they deserve what they got, but you might well be thinking it. Don't worry, I'm not judging you here. I think as humans, it can be quite nice for us to see bad things happen to bad people and good things happen to good people. You have to imagine all of the inverted commas in that uh, sentence. Um, The problem is that it simply doesn't happen that way at all. One of the nicest, most genuine people I've ever met, who I knew basically my whole life, was struck down with esophageal cancer and died 30 or more years too soon. Sadly, I'm sure you can easily think of times where life has been wholly cruel to someone genuinely wonderful. Bad things happen, good things happen. This is irrespective of the saintliness of a person. Put simply, there is no such thing as people deserving life's events. But this doesn't mean that we shouldn't be a good person, because good stuff can happen to good people. The thing is, though, it's got nothing to do with karma whatsoever. Now, if you're reading this and thinking, Jesus Christ, this guy sounds bitter and twisted, you'd be forgiven. It kind of sounds like I am, but also you'd be completely wrong. I mean, it would be awesome if the universe equated the good you're outputting in life with the good stuff happening to you. The same would apply to bad as well, obviously. This idea is uh, childish at best, though, and it doesn't represent real life at all. The question I feel like you need to ask yourself about karma is, what makes you possibly think that the universe is keeping count? Do you have any proof whatsoever that it does? Or do you just like the idea that the universe keeping count means that if you're doing good things, then things will come good for you? I'm sorry, but we have absolutely no evidence to suggest that the universe is keeping score. Bad stuff happens to good people every bloody day, unfortunately. Things that, if the universe were keeping score would never happen because these people would in no way deserve it. Speaking of which, deserve is a weird thing. They didn't deserve that. Oh, don't worry, they'll get what they deserve. You're such a great person. You deserve to be with someone amazing. It's pretty common for people to say that people get what they deserve. This is normally in reference to bad things happening to bad, like people who have done something bad. But what does deserve even mean? When anyone speaks about what someone deserves, what they're really doing is projecting their desires onto the world. I like this person, they're nice, they should have something good happen to them, or vice versa. It's just as possible that someone really dislikes this person and thinks that they deserve bad things to happen to them. The very idea of someone deserving something is entirely subjective, and that's where the whole thing falls apart. If you and someone else disagree entirely on whether a person deserves good or bad things in life, who was right? You can't both be right. You can, however, both be wrong. The simplest explanation for this is that things will happen to that person. But whether they have, they've been good 
or bad has no bearing on it whatsoever. So the idea of deserving stuff is just you projecting your thoughts. Does that mean we should just stop being good people? Karma isn't a bitch because karma isn't real. Karma is an Eastern philosophical idea that Westerners seem to have completely butchered and misunderstood. Westerners tend to interpret it as what goes around comes around, but it isn't that at all. The idea in Buddhism is that karma is in fact an energy, and for the record, the last thing I want to do is go off on some fluffy tangent about energy right now. More or less, the idea of karma is that it is an action that you take. It is not a switch you turn on and off, and certainly not a universe-level balancing act. If you spend a day litter-picking, you're not going to increase your odds of winning the lottery. If you spend the morning punching kittens, you're not increasing your chances of getting hit by a bus. The actual belief is that karma shapes you by the actions that you're taking. The more good deeds that you complete, the more of a good person you become. The counter of this is also true if you were a naughty human. What comes next is in two parts, which are both my opinion rather than fact. Part one. No matter how good or bad a person you are, the universe doesn't give a single shit. If the meteorite hitting the Earth is scheduled to hit a certain place at a certain time, it's going to hit you if you stood there. That's even if your actions put Mother Teresa to shame. Although apparently she was not great, but let's not get into that. Uh, part two, your goodness as a person will help to shape the relationships you have with other people. This is where karma can come into play. So let's talk about video games. Pardon what now? Yes, I said that correctly. Video games have closer karma models to real life than us. On the 26th of October 2018, Rockstar Games released the highly anticipated game Red Dead Redemption 2. I remember because one of the people who highly anticipated it was me. Yes, I even pre-ordered it so it arrived the very day it was released. If you're not into gaming, then fear not, there's no insider knowledge required. In Red Dead Redemption 2, you play a cowboy, outlaw and a gang member at the turn of the previous century in 1899. In this game, you can do pretty much anything. If you want to run off into the wilderness, hunt animals and make clothes from them, go ahead. Fancy helping the sheriff track down some criminals and bring them to jail? Awesome. Or perhaps you want to ride into town, shoot as many people as you can, then hogtie someone and lead them on the train tracks and wait for while you get the picture. You can do anything. But why on earth am I talking about Red Dead Redemption 2? Well, that's because in this game you have something known as an honour system. If you help out lawmen and are generally a decent human being, then they will pay you more money for the bounties that you come in. Store owners will give you discounts and lawmen will sometimes turn a blind eye to some of your future minor misdemeanours. The converse, well, that's pretty obvious. It's more or less the opposite. It means that it, like, the worse you are, the higher the bounty on your head is. The more that shopkeepers may shut their shops entirely to you, they won't give you discounts. You'll be barred from the taverns that you want to go into. The benefits um, being that eyewitnesses to your crimes are scared of you so they can be bribed for less money. But being good or bad doesn't change the likelihood of you just simply riding along and all of a sudden a bear attacking you whilst you're out hunting, or your horse throwing you off in panic when it encounters a snake. This is much closer to real life than any childish fantasy about the universe balancing things. 
What you're witnessing in Red Dead Redemption 2 is people, inverted commas, in the game reacting directly to what they've seen or heard about you as a person. They'll give you a pleasant greeting in the street if they recognise you as a good Samaritan that stopped a robbery a few days ago. Or they'll cross the street and keep their head down if perhaps you were the person that robbed the store in the next town. I appreciate this is an extreme version compared to real life, but I hope you're getting my point on this. Put simply, I don't think there is anything in controlling a balance about the amount of good energy being output to be in balance with what comes back in. But real-life people tend to be kinder, give more time, and generally be more generous to people they consider to be good. The final nail in the coffin of karma. Let's pretend, for argument's sake, that karma does exist, and what goes around comes around. If that were true, then surely that would mean that no matter how much of a goodie you were, no baddie could ever come and spoil things. Because if karma does exist, then the universe would stop that from happening. Sadly, I can think of countless examples where this isn't true. The universe isn't like a film. It doesn't provide the deus ex machina to stop the baddie from hurting, stealing, or even killing the goodie. Karma existing falls apart as soon as you realise that human beings have free will and full control over their actions. Why you should still be a good person. I remember clearly a couple of years ago, whilst paying for parking at a supermarket, I was met by a mother and a daughter who couldn't find change from the meter. I simply handed her 70p uh, that she needed and wished her a good day. She insisted on giving me a pound for the change I'd given her. After a small disagreement, I happily accepted and handed the pound straight to her daughter. The woman smiled, her daughter smiled, I smiled. It was a, a light and bright couple of minutes. I didn't do it for any other reason, just to help out, and I don't think it will have impacted anything on my life in the future. The money made no difference whatsoever to either of us. It was just a simple random act of kindness that cost me 70p. Good deeds like this shouldn't ever be done for some sort of expectation of recompense from the other person, and certainly not recompense from the universe either. My hope is that the little girl got her something nice with her newfound riches, and her mum told the story later on to someone, and they smiled about it, about there still being good things happening in the world. Now, I'm not telling you about this to show off my heroic 70p donation. I wanted to share with you a personal story of how being kind is its own reward. The small and relatively insignificant act makes me a slightly better person, not in comparison to anyone else, but just in relation to myself. Continuously being the best version of ourselves and enacting true karma is only ever going to be benefit to both us and to the world, so there's never a reason to not do it. So that's it. No matter how bad or good you decide to be in your life, the universe isn't going to treat you any differently at all. Now, you could possibly view this as a carte blanche to go and do whatever you like. Go ahead. Nothing is stopping you. So what's the point in being good if you're not going to get rewarded? Doing good things makes you a good person. The more good things you do, the better a person you become. The better a person you become, the more loved, valued and respected you will be. That love, value and respect is something that the universe can never possibly provide. That can only ever come from other people. That is your reward.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Gist of It podcast. My name is Chris Piercy from Gist Coaching. I'm a hypnotherapist and life coach. If you are interested in finding out more about what I do, you can head to gystcoaching.co.uk. If you want to have a direct conversation with me, you can drop me an email, chris at gystcoaching.co.uk, or you can head on to social media on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me by using the tag GYST Life Coaching, and you can also find me on Facebook and YouTube. So I've got nowhere to be found at all. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I'll catch you for another one soon. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch, or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching.